welcome to Books for Breakfast. Yes, this is our very first show here on WMCX 88.9. We're going to be with you every Thursday from 9 to 10 a.m. And hopefully next week it'll run a lot smoother. Yeah, so we definitely promise it won't be like this. There's also a bit of a bump this week because we should have Jude here with us in person, but she couldn't be here, unfortunately. So that's what we were trying to do, get her over the call, but I don't think it's working. Yeah, we're having a bit of a delay, so we'll just have to wait for her uh, for next week and... We miss her so much, and we're so disappointed that we can't do this without her this first week, but at least yeah. we'll work out the kinks first. Exactly. We'll definitely try something if we can't get her today at all, but we'll see what happens. Yes. Yeah, so we have quite the show for you guys today, a whole definitely. hour planned of books and breakfast, as the name of the show entails. Yes. So... Obviously, it's in the morning. You eat breakfast in the morning. And we got Jess and Jude are two very, I guess, experienced readers, I could say. Myself, not as much. But I'm going to learn from them and add my own opinion. I'm an expert at breakfast, so (laughs) I have that. Um, Yeah, we didn't even introduce ourselves. Oh, oh my God. (laughs) I'm Jess. And I'm Megan. And we're just missing Jude. But uh, again, she'll be with us next week. So why don't we get into it a little bit first. So what did you have for breakfast? So for breakfast this morning, I had a bagel with cream cheese. And there's actually a bit of a story behind that bagel. So I live on campus, so obviously I have roommates. And there's six of us in in an apartment. And usually I'm not awake at 8 in the morning. This is like an unknown time for me. So I have a bunch of roommates that do get up at that time because they have class. So there were a bunch of us running around in the bathroom. My bagel, I pulled it out of my freezer last night. Because do you ever like freeze bagels? Yeah, sure, of course. Yeah, you can save them for a while. Well, that one's been in there for like a month. But (laughs) it's okay. It was frozen. (laughs) I just need to eat it because I need to get rid of it. So I'm running around. I finally get ready. I get to the kitchen to toast my bagel. And I'm like pushing on the toaster. And it's not going down. It's not like staying down. Like it should toast. I'm like maybe the bagel's too big. Because sometimes if it's too big it won't shut and clasp on it. So I'm like cutting the bagel. Like (laughs) shaving off pieces of it. Like oh my god please just fit. I need to go. And I finally realized. I'm like wait a minute. Is this even plugged in? It wasn't plugged in. Oh, my God. So, You're kidding. How do you miss that? I, I, there's so many appliances on our counter. Yeah. I literally don't even know what's on or not at any point. But, yeah. So I was like, oh, my God, I'm stupid. I need to toast my bagel and cream cheese it before I have to leave. Mm. So I finally get it. Pour myself a nice coffee because coffee is a must. And I'm out the door. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, tell us about the coffee you had this morning. So I like will pre-make coffee and like pour it into a big jar. So I have my own stash of iced coffee. So that's all I did. I just make hot coffee, put it in the fridge, and then pour it over ice with oat milk. That's my coffee order. Just coffee with oat milk. Iced coffee even in the winter? Oh, always. And that's like, I was thinking about that. I'm like, it's not really like a debate, like in the way that I guess in a New Jersey sense, that Porco versus Taylor Ham is like a vicious debate. (laughs) But I was like... Hot coffee versus iced coffee. It's like... It's, I think it's more about preference. Yeah, exactly. It's like a calm debate. I think some people would argue that iced coffee in the winter might be like crazy. Yeah. The same way that people argue like you can't eat ice cream in the winter because yeah. it's not like the right time. But I think you can eat whatever you want whenever you want. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't really yeah. matter. And for me, it's like hot coffee seems like a more like a morning thing. And iced coffee is like the rest of the day. 
Sure. Except you today. have more than one cup of coffee throughout the day. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. Megan is a bit of a coffee aficionado. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. This is going to sound insane, but I had to do research last year. Every day I tracked how many coffees I had throughout the year. And if I can find the total, I know I saved it. Um, but it was, it was up there somewhere in like the 600s. Was it an app or were you just keeping a tally? No, I was just keeping a tally in my notes app. <laughs> I was like, hmm, how many coffees did I have today? Okay, the grand total for 2021 was 637. Wow. Which, honestly, my mom was shocked because that's not even two a day, if you like think about right? it. When you really break it down. Yeah. But it feel, that feels like a big number. I know. <laughs> but anyway, what did you have for breakfast? I am going to probably say that I ate the same thing every morning during the week because <laughs> it's what's easy and quick to make. And those are those Eggo frozen waffles. Oh, my God. Yeah. Specifically, the buttermilk ones. Oh. Very good. You just pop those in the toaster oven. I put them on bake, not toast. Because every time I put them on toast, they burn. <laughs> and they get way too hard. So that and then... Um, that's really it. It was very boring. <laughs> and I don't drink coffee. At so, all? So, no. Oh, my God. I know. Everybody's like, oh, my goodness. How do you, like, wake up? And I'm like, I'm really not awake till, like, 2. That's <laughs> 2 true. 2 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. I, honestly, I don't even, like, drink it to wake up. It's just part of my life now. <laughs> it's <laughs> oh my in my God. bloodstream. <laughs> but, um, yeah, when I was younger, I always had the uh, chocolate chip Eggos. Yeah, me know. too. If I ever... you got to break it up, mix it yeah. up. Yeah. They make... Um, strawberry ones too. Really? And they had one that came out recently. It was like a unicorn one. Oh, like was it purple? It was like purple or pink or something. Uh-huh. And I think I don't know if it was flavored as like cotton candy or like yeah. just something sugary. And I was like, Ugh, I don't Ew. know who's eating that except maybe like really little kids. Oh yeah, but the children, the little kids. That's <laughs> like the culture shock in America is that everything is just sugar for breakfast. Oh, my, for especially. breakfast, I know. Yeah. Other countries they'll have really savory breakfast. Yeah. And here is like whipped cream, chocolate chip pancakes, chocolate mm-hmm. milk syrup. But all it's our cereals. So good. Yeah, no, I can't go that because like I'll see like in Japan or whatever they're having like sushi for breakfast or like rice. I'm like, yeah, I can't picture eating that. But that's like they probably can't picture eating like sugar and pancakes in the morning. Like that probably isn't a balanced breakfast at all. Yeah, we're definitely doing it wrong. <laughs> oh, for sure. But I am concerned. What what's going on in England when they eat breakfast? Oh my god, they have like beans, it's right? It's like beans on toast. Yeah, uh, with like uh. Um, what is it like sausage patties or yeah something too. some some kind of meat I just know hard and I'm like oh what is this yeah <laughs> I just I don't like baked beans in general so thinking about having and them right when I wake up <laughs> I'm like oh no <laughs> have you ever um, skipped breakfast and gone straight to like a lunch meal yeah I definitely have and sometimes it's like I'll eat breakfast no matter what time it is like if I wake up at like 12 I'll just eat breakfast because I'm like well it's breakfast to me but you know <laughs> There's time. I feel like even if you get up at like noon, you still got to eat yeah. like a breakfast. Exactly. Because like also since I love breakfast foods, I'm going to be like, I'd rather have that over lunch anyway. Sure. Because it's like, I just woke up. I don't want like a sandwich. Yeah. No. There was one time I was um, over at a friend's house and we were so late in like getting our day started. So by the time we actually got out to eat breakfast, none of the places were serving breakfast anymore. And oh we had to God. get like, uh, she got like a panini and I had to get... I don't know if it was like a little steak or something, but I was like, this feels so wrong to eat. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's still like my breakfast time. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted like a pancake or something sweet and like that. And I had to forego that and eat meat. Yeah. Right. As soon as I like woke up. And oh I was like, my this God. Is great. I know. The only time I can like 
do that without eating breakfast is if I'd done something already. Like if I wake up and I go to class and come back and it's like one o'clock, then I can eat lunch because I'm like, ugh, my day already started. I'm not like in breakfast mode anymore. Yeah. But what about breakfast for dinner? Oh, that? I haven't done that in a long time. I know. Like when we were all little, obviously my mom would make dinner for all of us. So one night she'd be like, all right, it's breakfast for dinner night. And we had this big buffet of like pancakes, bacon, eggs and everything. I was like, yay, breakfast for dinner. Yeah. That's, I feel like you can eat breakfast throughout any meal of the day, but it feels weird to eat a dinner during breakfast time. Yeah, that's definitely true. Definitely. Um, well, that kind of segues us into our next topic. If I can find the piece of paper that I had five seconds ago. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, all right. So we did kind of have a little bit of a heavy breakfast discussion there. (laughs) But I do want to bring up, since half of this uh, talk show is about um, books and like (laughs) books that are converted into films, um, the breakfast scenes that they have in movies and TV shows. Have you ever watched? Oh my God. They, the mom will make like a gourmet meal. Yeah. Something you see like when you go on a cruise and it's like that huge like buffet style. Mm-hmm. And the kid will come downstairs, they'll grab a banana and they'll be like, bye mom. Yeah. And I'm like, she just put all this work in and uh-huh. the kid is leaving the house, not eating anything. It's like, who else is going to eat that? Like the mom? Yeah. By herself? Yeah. And there's like maybe one other sibling. Yeah. There's like this 14-year-old little brother of the plot is going to eat everything. Well, the whole thing. 14-year-old boys, maybe. They seem like they can eat a lot. The whole whole buffet. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So what is your opinion on people who skip breakfast altogether? (sighs) I just don't know how you do it. (laughs) I wake up hungry. No, literally, I wake up hungry and I go to sleep thinking about what I'm gonna have for breakfast. Oh my I'm like, god! Because I'm like, I gotta plan my day out, so I'm like, hmm, how am I gonna start the day? I need either chocolate chip pancakes, and also because I'm here, I don't have like all the groceries in the world, so I'm like, okay, what do I have that I can make? Like recently, I've been eating a lot of avocado toast because oh. I bought avocados and um, they go bad quick. Because I bought them, and they were, like, so hard still. So I'm like, okay, they need a few days to ripen up. And then I come back, and they're literally all mushy. I'm like, you're kidding me. Avocados are so hard. You have, like, a 20-minute window before they go bad. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, what do I do? Do I make guacamole? I don't know how to make guacamole. Do I, make guacamole? I don't have the <laughs> for stuff breakfast, for it. Yes. Well, not for breakfast, but, but yeah, no, I just, I, that's what I think about. It's like what I'm going to eat for breakfast, and then... It's just it's just a happy meal. <laughs> My dad, who I know is listening right now, is uh, also like that. He will eat dinner, and then immediately as dinner is over, he's like, what do I eat for breakfast? Yeah. And I'm like, we just ate dinner. And he's like, oh, I got to prepare. He starts making the coffee for the next morning. <laughs> he prepares, like, the plates and everything. I'm like, what oh, are you doing? That's Super so nice. excited. <laughs> Me and um, your dad, I think we get along. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Plan out breakfast together. <laughs> Late at night, it's like, what do you want? Okay, pancakes, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, cereal. That's a good breakfast. But I feel like I haven't had cereal as a breakfast since I was mm-hmm. younger. Yeah, I always forget about it because I'm yeah. like, oh, that's a breakfast? I thought it was just like there for decoration. Or if you go through a phase where yeah. you're like, you remember a thing, like if you remember toast with butter, mm-hmm. and then you'll only want to eat that for like three yeah, months. And exactly. I'm like, oh my God. So that's what the cereal is. Cereal is mm-hmm. also good as a snack. Yeah. By itself. Yeah, even if, like without milk, you know? Yeah. It's fine. If you're late at night on the couch, get a little hungry. Yeah. You go just eat Take like a, a handful. Whole. Yeah. It's <laughs> great. But yeah, I I think over winter break, my, my dad had cereal. He had his raisin bran, which I do not like. That's Ugh. 
That's like an that old feels man. Like, yeah, I was gonna say it feels like a very old like, man. <laughs> sorry, Dad, you're old. But <laughs> and then my sister got you know the special K with the strawberries. Oh yeah, I, that's good. But I usually don't like it. I just don't like fruit flavors, even though it's not a flavor. It's like actual dried strawberries. But I don't know. I just don't like them that much. So I bought a whole box of almond and vanilla special K, which is the one I like. But now it's just sitting there because I like had like two bowls. And now I'm like, okay. I'm over it. <laughs> or if you start buying breakfast foods like while you're out and you're hungry. Yeah. And then it sits in my fridge. No, literally. The Chobani yogurt I bought three <laughs> weeks ago, still sitting there. That's me like pretending like, hmm, I'll have a yogurt instead. I'll I'm be like, healthy. I'm going to be healthy. Yeah. Still sitting there. <laughs> Go to pancakes. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, back to the Eggos. Yeah, exactly. The Eggo waffles really like popped off, blew up, I guess, after mm-hmm. Stranger Things. Oh my God, yes. And everybody was eating Eggo waffles. Yeah. And then they were, like, using them in their Halloween costumes. Yeah, that was honestly great. I wonder, like, was that, did Ego pay for that? Or I did like they want to use? they must have. They had to, right? Because, like, how do you have that brand so obviously there? Yeah, what and, if like, it was something else? Yeah. What if it was, like, Fruit Loops? Oh, totally changed the whole story. Were Fruit Loops a thing in the, like, I don't know. This is probably oh. making me sound so stupid, but, like. Yeah, I don't know. Because I don't know how old things are. Like, I look at, like, the vintage packaging, I'm like, whoa. I was right. around then. That seems like years ago. And Obviously, when, I was like, a- look back to when we were younger, and you're mm-hmm. like, do they still make that now? Because there yeah. was something. It was like Cheerios, but they were strawberry powdered, like sugar covered oh, Cheerios. I think I saw that. And I would eat those all the time. And then now, I don't think they make them anymore. Yeah, probably really not. But they're like bringing everything back. Like, yeah, they had the Dunkaroos. Those were a thing yeah. that they brought back. The Oreo Cakesters just came back. Did you ever have those? No. Oh my God, they were like. An Oreo, but cake, obviously. But like, is by it breakfast food? <laughs> no, no, no. This is just a snack. I'm going <laughs> off trail. But I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. But it was like, it's like a soft, really soft Oreo that's like made out of cake stuff. Uh, that's, I mean, it's in the name, but like, yeah. <laughs> I sound stupid just, just trying to describe <laughs> it. But they had um, Oreo cereal they oh, just made, yeah. but it's not Oreos. It's Oreos. Because I guess it's the word is on the box. It says Oreo. Uh-huh. O and then the apostrophe o. s. It's huh. like Oreo O's, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I guess they had some copyright issues yeah, there. Right? It's something. not real Oreos. Yeah, it's Oreo O's. Yeah. So we'll have to check those out. That's like eating a bowl of Oreos. Like oh, and then the Cookie Crisp. Oh yeah. The commercials for breakfast foods. Uh huh. Insane. I used to like. I feel like on Disney Channel, everything was oh, like. Oh my god! Yeah. Tricks are for kids, and mm-hmm. the um. The Cookie Crisp. What was the other one? The Toucan. Yeah. The yeah. the Cocoa Puffs. Yes. The, that one. With the, the, was it a bird? Yeah. I Cuckoo don't, for Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. That was great. Cocoa it, Puffs are so good. I know. And then it turns the milk, chocolate milk. Yeah, exactly. Which is great. Same kind of as like Reese's Puffs. Those, they had yeah. a whole song and everything. I really thought that that song was like a hit. When I was <laughs> younger, I was like, this is a great song. Well, I think everyone else does too, because I don't know when it was. It was somewhat recently, but it was like trending on TikTok as like really? a joke, kind of. Like people make like joke videos to it, but I heard it all the time. It would always be stuck in my head. I'm like, yeah. Reese's Puffs, Reese's Puffs. So many like childhood like commercials come back to me at random like i'll mm-hmm. just be sitting at the table and i'm like oh, do you remember big top cupcakes <laughs> <laughs> oh my god do wait you? you know i do know what you're talking about it was essentially just a cake yeah but it, in the shape of a cup but a fancy mold <laughs> huge mold and i wanted it so badly i was oh like mom we need the big top cupcake i'm pretty sure my mom had it oh my i don't I'm know so jealous. she's she's like a baker she was super into baking she still is but not as much because she doesn't have as much free time but she had like every mold imaginable and like 
even for like chocolate that was her, her big thing for a while she had a bunch of chocolate lollipop molds so many of them our whole basement was like crowded with them but then we just moved this past year so she had to like filter through them all save a couple get rid of most of them Ugh. but yeah we have a lot of stuff well, we have been on breakfast, I think, a little too long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to transition a little bit into our book discussion of, of the day. So because Megan is not a super avid reader, yeah. we're going to ease into this by talking about some books that have been made into films. Mm -hmm. So some super popular books. And I have a disclaimer here. I have not read any of these books, but oh. I have seen all the movies. Okay. And they are Harry Potter mm -hmm. and Divergent. Okay. And also The Hunger Games. Of course. Classics. Yes. <laughs> so those kind of all came out around the same time. Oh, did they really? Well, yes and no. <laughs> I feel like in my mind they came out all at the same time. Uh -huh. <laughs> but I, Harry Potter was definitely earlier. Yeah. I like look back at the actors, how young they were in the first right. one. I'm like, oh, oh my Which God, I'm old. Because sometimes I'll like Google like how old they are and they're still like 25. Yeah. And I'm like, weren't you 25 10 years ago? <laughs> exactly. So, but you know, whatever. So... This discussion was about, um, okay, so if you've watched the movies, would you want to go back and read the book after I feel seeing like the movie? You definitely, like, could. Like, it's not like, you know, you, well, I read it first, so, yeah, I don't like the movie or whatever. But right. it's like, you go back and, like, see the differences in it. Because, like, everyone always says that, like, they're super different, like, when you have movies or books compared. Yeah, like, of course. That wasn't in the book. Yeah. I'm like, okay. It's so hard to translate books to movies because the movies, obviously, unless it's like a series, has mm -hmm. to be a lot shorter. Oh, yeah. Because the book is like 500 pages and the movie can only be two hours. Yeah. So you have to cut a lot of it out. I didn't even think about that part because I'm like, yeah, well, you're visioning it in your head like a movie yeah. when you're reading. So, but, but I've gone back and read books after I've seen the movies mm -hmm. and it's a totally different experience because when you read it first, you kind of already like know what you're going to expect. Uh -huh. And you're like, well, I thought about this character this way. And now you're presenting me with this actor who looks nothing like what I imagined. Yeah. I remember um, the Vampire Diaries books came out in the 90s. Mm -hmm. And I didn't read those first. But yeah. when you go back and you read them, the main character, she has blonde hair. And in the show, she's a brunette. Oh, that's weird. And I was like, <laughs> interesting. It doesn't even really like make too much of a difference but like, yeah. why didn't they keep that exactly they could like, put her in a wig you know yeah why do they have to change like right? such a small detail and i know a lot of people like uh, blog posts they would all say i can't believe they changed elena's hair color like i don't know why the actor has uh like brown hair and the book character has blonde hair but you know eventually people just forget about it yeah but i do think they should be obligated to make it either if it's a series of books, it should be a series of movies or a show. True. I know a lot of books that have been turned into limited series. Uh -huh. And that, to me, makes more sense than turning it into a movie. Yeah, I can see that. Because a limited series, right? It's like six hours over mm -hmm. six episodes. Yeah. Or ten hours over ten episodes. Like, whatever the mm -hmm. time frame is, it feels, like, better for the, the reader mm -hmm. to kind of get that experience. Like, oh... I don't have to cut all this information out yeah, now. I can just, I you know, say. invest in it. Yeah, exactly. You can add more. And it's like they can make it more, like, right to what the book said. So yeah. you're, like, happy with it. But again with that, I'm like, do you want to watch it if you already read it? Like, it's the same exact thing over again. But I know I do. Just to see, uh -huh. like, how they do it. Okay. I know a while ago, oh, God, 
probably like the end of middle school I was mm-hmm. reading um the to all the boys I love before oh books. my god and yeah. I flipped out when I saw that those were going to be turned into movies uh-huh. because they had the author of the book help produce the movie oh that's smart so that makes total sense because mm-hmm. she was able to you know say this is how I wrote it this is how I want to translate it into tv mm-hmm. and it was great because first like I pictured it and then exactly how I pictured it was featured on the oh, movie nice. and I was like this is great <laughs> but um, that's why I definitely think that the authors should at least oh, yeah. have some help. For sure. Some, yeah. It's I know a lot of people argue that the the authors, like, shouldn't write the screenplay. Uh-huh. Which I get if they're not skilled at writing screenplays. Yeah. But you could definitely, like, have them on as a producer. Yeah. To help make the... Let them yeah. know. Because, like, it's their idea. They're the one who came up with it, came yeah. up with this whole story. Okay. Now you're just kind of like, it's mine now. I'm going to make it into something else. Or, like, when they sell the rights to the book and they're yeah. like, yeah. Then they totally take a left That's so turn. sad. That's like, okay, this is like not about books, but like <laughs> when uh, whoever made Star Wars sold it to Disney, it's just yeah. like, oh my God, a huge thing. It's just like not yours anymore. Yeah. But, that's crazy. Yeah. But um, watching it, uh, reading the books after, I think also provides an insight into the, like the character's mind, especially if it's like from mm-hmm. one person's perspective. It's like I watched Twilight when all the Twilight movies came uh-huh. out. And then in high school, I watched, I read all the books. Oh, okay. And so afterwards, you're like, oh, when that scene's happening, this is what she's thinking. Yeah. Because you can't, like, obviously hear all the inner thoughts of the character Mm -hmm. the whole time. Yeah. So it's, but it was nice to, like, go back and be like, oh, this is really cool. And I did that again when I read um, Gone Girl. I watched the movie first. Mm -hmm. Also, phenomenal movie. If you ever get a chance (laughs) to see it, please watch it. Then you go back and you're like, oh, this is what this means. Because in the mm-hmm. show, you kind of, I don't know if you've, like, had this moment, but I have this moment a lot. When they have the character, the actor on screen, and they're not saying anything, but they're, like, mm-hmm. looking. And you're like, what are they thinking? Yeah. Like, what is this look that they're trying to show you? Mm-hmm. And then when you read the book, it's, it makes so much sense. Because you're like, oh, okay, I get it now. Yeah. But it is really difficult people a lot of people get disappointed when they read the book first and they're mm-hmm. everybody the big discussion is is the yeah. book like better than the movie or yeah. is the movie better than the book and it's like i don't know the vampire diaries i'll circle back to that a little bit is totally different story mm-hmm. they took like the main characters and the fact that they're vampires and that was pretty much <laughs> what they used because everything else is totally different the characters are all different oh their personalities God. are different they just took like Okay, here's the main character, and here's the uh, two uh, vampires brothers that are fighting over her, and that's it. That's what they use oh for the God. show. That's so sad. Like, yeah, it's not even the book anymore. I yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know what the. I don't think the author had any input. I could yeah. be wrong, but I don't know. I don't know. I know. I read. It was one summer because you know when summer reading was a requirement. I read The Maze Runner, and I think yeah. that was like the same time that the movie was coming out like just after i finished it it was like oh by the way we make a movie i was like what or maybe it was a few years after i literally do not remember everything's mushed together but (laughs) i i remember i like pictured the characters a certain way and i see like what's his name dylan o'brien is Mm -hmm. that him i see him as like the main character i'm like hmm i don't know if i would have pictured him not who was i imagining Uh, yeah but it's like it's things like that where i'm like i made up my whole story and like i don't even know if i saw the movie did i even see it I don't know. I know I saw the trailers. Yeah, I think I only saw the first one. Yeah. Because then afterwards, it was like you had to wait for the next one to come out, yeah. and then you just forget. No, I literally, I read, like, 
maybe about a third of the second book, like The Scorching Trials. Is oh, that what I it's called? Know. Didn't read those I either. Don't know. <laughs> Something like that. But I read like a third of it because I was like, oh, well, I want to see the movie. And then they're going to come out with that movie. And then I just never finished it. So I do not know what happens, <laughs> but. We'll have to watch the movies, figure yeah. it out. <laughs> don't worry, guys. No spoilers here. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was another question. You brought up that you had to read that for school. And mm-hmm. I wanted to ask. What do you think about the, I know a lot of schools have like changed it so uh-huh. students can pick what they want to read. Yeah. And I know a lot of schools have picked um, more like modern books mm-hmm. instead of like the classics. I know my cousin had to, uh, she had to read The Hunger Games for oh, okay. her summer reading. And I was like, that's honestly awesome. Yeah. Because it's easier to understand. And some of the themes are still the same as themes that you would have mm-hmm. seen in like a classical book. Yeah, but it's more fun because it's like okay, well they kind of already have this background knowledge from seeing the movie, and then when you read the book, it's like oh, this is different, or this is mm-hmm. the uh, plot point is the same, and this is the theme, and you can like kind of get more of an insight. Uh huh. But like, how do you feel about changing uh, summer reading like classics to new, more book like more modern? Books? I think that's definitely better because like honestly, when I think about classics, like I just I'm taking literature this semester. I just had to read Tartuffe. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, I have heard of it, but I don't think I've read it. It's it's like a play. And so, you know, Shakespeare-ish times and stuff like that. It's difficult to understand. Yeah, <laughs> I never understand that reading. So if, like, I was required to read that, I'd be like, mm, I don't know what this is saying. I can't grab anything from it. I'm not going to be able to do the assignments. But I think picking the books is definitely, like, a lot better because it gives you freedom. You can find something you're actually interested in. Yes. But there's also something that the teachers have to worry about with that. And that's kind of, I have a personal experience with that. My senior year, we had, like, air quotes, summer reading required. But, like, at that point, you're a senior. They don't really (laughs) care that much. But I pretended to read The Hunger Games. Like, that's the book I chose. Oh, boy. And I was like, I've seen the movies. I can basically say say what happened in it. And then, like, one of the first weeks of school, she gave us an assignment to, like, write something about the book. I don't remember what it was. But... I did not even read the book. I pulled out like one, I flipped to a page, pulled out a quote, used it in my writing. Yep. <laughs> and I was the only one in the entire class that got a 10 out of 10. She was like, no one else in this class, or like not that she said no one else. She didn't like call me out. But she was like, no one in this class read the books. And she was like, and uh, what did she say? Oh, she's like, and some of you chose like really low reading level books, which oh I think definitely the Hunger Games was one as a senior in high school. Yeah. But listen, I got a low reading level anyway. <laughs> when I was in like second grade, what was it, like second or third grade, I'd be like pulled aside to like read other books and like extra help with reading because I've, I've always been a slow reader. And that's why I haven't really gotten into it is because yeah, it's I like takes it. me so long and I'm like, I don't even feel like it anymore. Yeah. And then so. by the time you get back into it, you forget what happens. Oh, my God, yeah. And you're like, oh, what was the plot again? Yeah. But I had a complete opposite experience like <laughs> with your um, taking a clip from the book. Uh-huh. And I was, like, shocked because <laughs> I don't know why I thought I would get away with this. <laughs> I think it was fourth grade, and uh-huh. we had a reading test. And you had to read the book, The Bridge to Terabithia, mm-hmm. which feels... When I look back on it, I guess the reading level is the same for a fourth grader, but mm-hmm. it felt like the content was really heavy because, like, the yeah. girl dies. Yeah. Spoilers. Sorry. Yeah, sorry after I said it. Any fourth graders there <laughs> <laughs> reading the book right now? Yeah. Um, and I didn't read it because I couldn't understand it. I didn't want to mm-hmm. read it. It was boring, whatever. Later, years later, we watched the movie in class on, like, one of those Christmas uh, holiday oh, yeah, days yeah. or whatever. 
Also, don't know why they did that because once again, she's <laughs> not making it. <laughs> I was like, this is a this is a holiday movie. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Yeah, right. <laughs> Have fun on your break. Yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna go cry. Yeah, but. I literally sat there at the desk with the book next to me because she wanted us to take like, you know, quotes from the book and write mm -hmm. your little essays. And I straight up copied the summary on the back of the book. <laughs> and I thought that would work. And she put big red marks next to it. Oh, and she goes, God. this is from the back of the book. Like, what did you think was going to happen? And oh, I think my I God. did I, horribly, obviously. But uh -huh. I don't know if she let us retake it or I don't know if I just lived with it, but yeah. I was like, oh my God. So never again. Yeah. But in high school, we had to read for 11th grade English class. Um, not Wuthering Heights. What's the other one? Pride and Prejudice, maybe. Oh, okay. And I didn't want to read that. I read mm -hmm. the other one and I was like, I don't want to do this again. So I watched on YouTube a, I can't even explain it. It's going to sound so stupid. I watched on YouTube a uh, recap of the book using Lego people. Oh, my God. And I went in with that knowledge. And uh -huh. the teacher said, we can tell Jessica's the only one here who read the book. And I oh said, my oh, my God, I can't believe this worked. Yeah. <laughs> but Lego people. The le the wow. guy who did it had, like, the little, I don't know if it was Lego or it was Playmobil people, actually. Oh, okay. And so if you want to look that up on YouTube, <laughs> it's uh, Pride and Prejudice Recap, uh, Playmobil, Playmobil people, <laughs> and, you know, ace your 11th grade test. Yeah. So I thought that was I mean, so funny. Honestly, that's smart. Because, like, obviously, like, with me, that reading takes me so long. I'm like, Ugh. I don't want to sit here for like two hours reading like one chapter. Like recently what I had to do was like reading one act. So I, I was like, I just want to like look it up, especially because those it's like a play already. Yeah. Um, so it's like easy to find it. And that's good because like going back to kind of what we were saying before is like reading versus watching it. Mm -hmm. Watching it gave me more like like a picture of what was going on and more understanding because there was one scene in like Tartuffe. I don't know if anyone is like scared of spoilers of Tartuffe, but you know, been around. Watch out guys. Yeah. But it was like something that, you know, the whole premise, I'm just going to like explain the whole thing. The whole purpose <laughs> is that Tartuffe is like an imposter and he's like conning this other guy, Orgon. And so Orgon's hiding under the table and his wife, like Tartuffe is like hidden on his wife and he's hiding under the table to find out because he like believes Tartuffe's or whatever. And then he comes out from under the table when Tartuffe is gone. And the wife is like, oh, maybe you should have stayed under longer. Are you sure that it was, like, a good time to come out? And when I was reading it, I was like, oh, he actually came out too soon. Like, he didn't get, like, hear enough of what Tartuffe was, like, doing to his wife. And then in the movie, she's, like, mocking him. Like, oh, are you sure you want to come out now? I was like, I did not pick up on that at all. Right. I'm like, I thought she actually legitimately came out from under the table way too fast. Yeah. But I don't know if that description made sense, but that's like, <laughs> no, no, it's perfectly fine. Yeah. <laughs> but I totally get what you mean. Sometimes it's hard to like picture it in your mind. I know some mm -hmm. people read books and they have a, like a really hard time picturing what's going on. And also if the author explains it in a really weird way, mm -hmm. we were reading a book for my English class in college and it was, oh my goodness, uh, Castle Rack Rent. Mm -hmm. And as I was reading the book, I was putting sticky notes everywhere. Uh -huh. And I was like, okay, I think this is what this means. And I think this is what this means. And then we would go back to class and she would explain it. And it was the complete opposite of what I thought. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So I didn't get any of this. Yeah. But when you are able to like see it on a screen, you're like, oh, this makes so much sense. Yeah. 
and then you could get like the emotion that comes across mm -hmm. because sometimes they say it and it's like all these english books where the humor is like totally different than our humor yeah and i'm like uh i didn't realize that was a joke yeah. okay <laughs> exactly they just like say it in a weird way i'm like what are they even yeah, saying like, is this sarcastically does he actually feel this way about her like yeah. what's going on here and like romeo and juliet like more with like the old english shakespeare stuff i'm like that oh my god i could not get into it at all like i don't understand the language of that time like obviously english but the weird way they do it yeah and everyone's old english like, yeah. like uh everyone's like well this is where our english came from this is where samson shakespeare was a genius i'm like you know he kind of sounds like he would be a little stupid back then. He would be like, what is he saying? Making up words. <laughs> Making up words. Oh, yeah. They had my, uh, my ninth grade English teacher had us do um, a live reenactment of Shakespeare. Oh, God. With, like, the scripts that she printed out. Oh, and my God. And she was God. like, you're going to be the mom and you're going to be, uh, um, oh, my God, Romeo. And oh. I was like, why can't I remember their names? In the title. Yeah. <laughs> and... It was so funny because the kids were so embarrassed and then they would stumble over the words the whole time because yeah. it's like, art thou? And then blah, blah, blah. And mm -hmm. you wouldn't hear like the rest of it. And I was like, what? Is that my cue? I don't even know where yeah. we're on, like what page we're on. Exactly. They're all like holding the books. It's like, what? Cause oh, I'm, the flipping through the, yeah. I'm like, where, what page? Yeah. <laughs> but um, then in 12th grade, we had to do this project called a book in a bag. Which, uh -huh. honestly, is a great idea and an awesome alternative to having to do, like, a written book report. Uh-huh. So you read the book, and then you put it in this brown paper bag, mm -hmm. and in the bag goes the book, and then five objects that symbolize uh -huh. something. Okay. So it was kind of interesting, because if the book had, like, a certain object, like, I know someone picked Harry Potter, so they put, like, a wand in there. Yeah. Or something like that, and that made sense, but then other people you can kind of tell like didn't really get what the story was yeah. about and they're like um i put this rock in here because <laughs> um he's outside a lot and it's like okay yeah i mean it makes sense but <laughs> yeah was that what the plot was about yeah the rock <laughs> <laughs> yeah being outside mm -hmm. um and then also sometimes i feel like they try to make us read stuff in school that they they're like this is so profound and oh like my and god I'm like, yes this is really boring and i yeah. don't relate to it oh my god that was me freshman year it was like near the end we had to read great expectations did you read that uh we didn't have to actually <sighs> lucky it was <laughs> so bad i don't even think i read it i just waited for class discussions i was like this is so boring i don't even remember what it's about but i just know it was like taking it through the life of this guy who's in love with this girl and that was literally it he never like well not that i would know but he i don't think he ever like dated her or whatever the term was for the old times or whatever but he was just always talking about like oh my god i love her and that's like all i got from it i'm like this yeah. is boring <laughs> like it's not my fault you can't get the girl like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> literally <laughs> like when you read pride and prejudice or you watch the recap of the lego people um yeah. <laughs> it it's like boring but then if you watch the movie with like Kira Knightley mm -hmm. I was like this is great yeah. I love this now because it's like there's actors and you can feel the tension and through the book it's like yeah. you can feel the tension but you're also kind of lost because like they the words are different and you're mm -hmm. kind of following trying to follow the plot but it's hard so yeah but uh, we had to read 12th grade um metamorphosis oh what is that oh my god it was the worst. <laughs> that, and I don't know if you've had to read Animal Farm. Oh, I don't know. I think I, like, had to at some point. But I don't know if it was, like, summer or, like, school. Um, I can't remember. 
we're just over here not reading what we're supposed yeah, to. Yeah, no, basically all of high school. I all of never, the assigned reading lists, never read a single no, one. No, <laughs> literally. I did not. Watching the recaps. You know, spark notes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Honestly, lifesaver. Yeah, no, literally. But Animal Farm was... like a farm and it was all the animals on the farm had like created their own society and Mm -hmm. it was about like democracy and I was like this is kind of boring but Mm -hmm. I get it and then the other one metamorphosis was such like a difficult read to get through and we had to do it in groups because she knew we wouldn't get it on our bike by ourselves what and I was like this is great you know that it's gonna be really fun when she puts you in groups because she knows you're not gonna understand it yeah exactly so it was this guy who was going through physical, ch- like actual changes, and he was turning into a bug. Oh, but oh my God. I don't think he was actually going through the changes. Like in uh-huh. his mind, he was, and I don't even remember it. This is a horrible like what? That's <laughs> recap like, of it. But it's just weird. It's it was something where it was like, oh, you're changing and you're growing, and I was like, I don't, I don't like this. <laughs> it's <laughs> so difficult. Can't you have us read like? something more fun like like teen book or yeah i know a lot of high schools had to read like the hate you give which was also a Mm -hmm. movie oh okay um and that's like teen stuff dealing with society and it's so much easier to understand than these like weird metaphors Mm -hmm. that it's that they try to present to you yeah that's like like any john green book just do that like they all love them have us read the fault in our stars yeah exactly oh my god i never read or watched that that had on society no, in 2014 the whole like tumblr stuff oh my the okay okay in the oh bubbles oh my god <laughs> yeah i was like walking around the school i'm like what is this we watched on uh like <laughs> i don't know if we went to the movies for it or if we watched it in school for some reason uh-huh. and it was obviously ansel elgort and shailene mm-hmm. woodley and literally foaming at the mouth like this is the <laughs> best thing ever and then you go back and you watch it again and you're like they really had these two kiss yeah. inside um and frank's house oh and my God. i was like that feels wrong <laughs> yeah a little bit i was like what are we doing here so like that was also the first time like you know everyone was like crying at the book and so sad and like i think oh, sobbing at the movies yes yeah, absolutely my sister read it and was like crying when she read it she like said that she did and that was like my mom I'm like how do you cry at a book because i'm like oh yeah like that's like I don't know if I've ever gotten that emotion from books. I also read like you know dork diaries and <laughs> diary for one kid, like that kind of stuff. So like I never read anything that was actually like emotional. So I was like I don't know. I guess if I like I'm reading it myself and picturing it, I can't really be sad. But you know, maybe I was just trying to deny my emotions as a kid because <laughs> I cry at everything now. So I probably would definitely. I'm crying. Like I can't even explain to you how much I'm crying at the start of a Pixar movie. Oh my God. Nothing's happened yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm already sobbing. Yeah. I'm sitting there holding back tears and I'm like on the couch. I'm like, nothing's ha- They're just playing the music now. Mm-hmm. It's the music that really gets you. Yeah. No, definitely. I'm like, I know that something eventually is going to happen. Like in every Pixar movie, up, mm-hmm. soul, everything. Yeah. And it's like sobbing. Uh-huh. But like, but that's I, like, yeah, oh. go ahead. Uh, that's like, the up one is like the most generic like everyone cries at that in the beginning it's the first 10 minutes of the movie i'm like the trauma i have to go through but like that song it's like everywhere now and it just like triggers me and we're like oh my god i'm gonna cry (laughs) it's just so sad but the um big thing with what were we talking about (laughs) (laughs) crying crying at the movies uh crying at books that's where we're on Uh uh-huh yeah Uh, circling all the way back to (laughs) all these topics um 
crying at books i get i do cry sometimes Mm -hmm. i wouldn't say cry though not like full on like sob sobbing but Uh like you're tearing up and you're like you're heart is like oh this hurts to yeah. read because it's usually like a character death or mm-hmm. um someone disappearing you know something like that but i do i did uh, cry i read the book the seven husbands of evelyn hugo mm-hmm. and that was really good and at the end i was a little bit like this is so good yeah <laughs> so crying when it's good but it's sad but it's an uh-huh. ending that you're like oh did i want this to happen i don't know yeah that's true. I I get that. I don't know. I just, I think my thing is, I like, when I'm reading something, and it's not even like a book, it could be like a news story. It's like, I picture people in my life, like if my sisters, or my parents, they're them, I'm like, oh my God, that is the saddest thing that could ever happen. Like, I don't know how to handle myself if that was me. So like, that's what I picture. And usually that's what makes me cry. Oh yeah. So if I just do that, like, I'll definitely just start sobbing. Right. Even in like when characters die in the book, I'm like, oh my god, that was her mom. Yeah, I couldn't do that. Exactly. That's like awful. But when characters die in books, I think it's sometimes very funny because you're like, if you were watching a show, you could like the background music, you would hear it coming, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like yeah. they build up that tension and then there's like a, a look and then they like, you know, uh-huh. stab him or whatever. Yeah. On. But in the book, it's like a line of text and it says, and then John died. And oh. you're like, Wait, what what? <laughs> what just happened yeah. you're like they were in a fight and all of a sudden like ah oh, sword through the chest and it's like <laughs> yeah and i'm like what and then you got to go back through the pages and like reread it again make sure you processed all of it yeah but yeah it took it's it's more like comical because it's like mm-hmm. you're reading this line and it's like what yeah i remember in eighth grade my friends were reading the Percy Jackson books uh-huh. and I couldn't really get into that because I was like oh, I don't really know if I want to read them yeah I watched like the movie they made and I was like this is good enough for me I feel yeah. satisfied <laughs> but she was sitting in like the middle of art class reading this book and she's like hysterically crying oh and she's my like God. one of the characters just died and I was like oh I'm so sorry <laughs> yeah sorry for your loss yeah like, but really <laughs> people really feel it and I'm yeah. like yeah I mean I get it too it's like you get really invested it's not book wise but that's like when Zane left One Direction I just remember oh, being wow. in middle school everyone crying I'm just like what is going on <laughs> yeah have us watch more documentaries instead of read books yeah <laughs> read the books for summer reading yeah. watch the One Direction documentary yeah. the Justin Bieber <laughs> yeah but the uh the death took me like way back to eighth grade I think it was when we read The Outsiders which oh is one my that God. everyone reads and then all the girls get obsessed with the movie yep. because of, I don't even know who the actors are. I know the one, one of them is from Rob Lowe. Is it Rob Lowe? Yeah. Cause I'm like, I'm thinking of, uh, what's it called? Parks and Rec. I'm like, I know he's in that, but he was young obviously then. And then like all the other actors, the girls are like, oh my God, I love them. It's Rob Lowe as Soda Pop. Yeah. And Ralph Macchio and also Matt Dillon. And I, oh, it also says Tom Cruise. I don't remember Tom Cruise oh, being in it. who was he? Does it say? Steve Randall? Uh, pff, I, don't I don't remember. Know. I'm also really bad with, like, Patrick celebrities. Swayze. So I could, like, right? I don't know any of them. People are like, oh, my God, this person's in that movie. I'm like, who is that? <laughs> I, <don't> <laughs> I gotta know. see the face. Like, honestly, I still can't really picture Brad Pitt. I know he's, like, the face of everything. And, like, really? oh, my God, he's so hot. I'm like, wait, what does he look like? Mm, sorry. Wow. There's, like, some, like, really famous people. If they were just walking on the street, I wouldn't know who they are. 
Well, yeah, sometimes they always say, like, you're more likely to meet famous people you don't even know. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, yeah. Sometimes you watch, like, a reality show, and then they're like, oh, my, and my fans see me on the street. And I'm like, I, you look like everybody else. Yeah. But no, so literally. does everybody. Like, yeah. even celebrities, like like Brad Pitt, just walking on the street. Nobody, if you mm-hmm. don't know Brad Pitt, you're going to be like, oh, there's just a guy. Yeah. But then, like, if you, when you see him... Ooh. It looks like there's like a light shining on them. They just don't look natural. You're like, I know you. You're not supposed to be here. <laughs> what are you doing here? Yeah. But, but um, back to books. Back to, yeah, yeah, we. Sorry, I'm so off topic. <laughs> but I do remember the outsiders in eighth grade. Yeah. It was like, like they they made us read the book, and then you kind of like ugh reading, mm-hmm. and then you watch the movie, and you're like, these guys are hot, and yeah. also um, this is the saddest thing I've ever watched, yeah. and I'm sobbing in the middle of class. Because like honestly, even when I didn't fully read the books, like that and To Kill a Mockingbird, like either a year or two before when we had to read that. That I was even if I didn't necessarily read them, I was like so into the class discussions. I was like, oh my god, this is good. Maybe I should read it, but I'll just keep going with the discussions. But yeah, yeah. That, like that was like one that I was like, oh, really, that happened? Oh my god! And then when spoilers, he dies at the end. Like, <laughs> if you don't know it by now, I think we're you gonna spoil your so many things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like with books that big and like that, no, where everyone has to read going through school, it's like you had your chance <laughs> yeah romeo and juliet they yeah. both die i don't know what you're expecting yeah. no exactly i think that's the main plot is yeah that they literally both die. <laughs> but yeah so like just when like he because it was right at the end too when he died and he's like stay golden pony boy i'm like oh my god what How am i gonna recover from this yeah i'm like excuse me <laughs> and that was like the big quote that everyone used for the rest of the year it's like stay gold yeah i'm like okay the trauma they put us through so much trauma yeah, reading these literally books. Ugh, i had to read um the secret life of bees and that was honestly like the only book I've ever read through all of my years of school that I oh actually God. enjoyed. Wow. And I was like, this is great. And then you watch the movie. I watched it years later. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, this was this was fantastic. The movie's great. The book's great. I just loved it. I thought it was uh-huh. great. Oh. But I get like it's so annoying when you have to read all these sad, s- super sad books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, do they have happy ending books? I don't even know. They just the, every author is trying to like kill us slowly. Yeah, that's a good question because I feel like the sad endings brings a more like dramatic effect sure. and like lasting effect. I can't remember anything that had like a happy ending. That I actually not Bridge read. to Terabithia that I yeah. had to get traumatized <laughs> no. over too. Um. So all right, moving on to our other section. Yeah, <laughs> we have after all uh, the death. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna brighten it back up again. Yeah. Um, music. Yes. Do you have some music suggestions for us, Megan? So to- I did. I picked out three songs. So yeah. for a waking up and a reading vibe. So one for waking up. If you're like, because sometimes you know when you wake up, you want to be like energetic and like sure, yeah. just get moving. You're like, yeah, dance into it. So one song that I've been kind of vibing with recently is Super Bloom by Mr. Wives. Have you ever oh, heard that one? No. Okay, that one's. I don't know how to explain it because you, I can't play it right now. But like, <laughs> it's like super like calm but also like i can see myself like jumping to that one i'm like yeah okay i'm ready to get my day going so that one i think is really good i'll listen to that like if i'm working out or something to like get my energy up too and this one could go for waking up and or reading because like i have like this whole playlist of like calmer songs and sometimes sad just because like sometimes when it's like really early in the morning i don't want to be energetic yet i just want to like listen to calm music yeah so one song that I really like for that is All I Ask by Palmer Trees. Okay. So that one's pretty chill. Um, it's really calm. I like that one a lot, but it could also put me to sleep. So okay. well, got to be careful. 
And then with reading, I feel like you wouldn't want a lot of words right. when you're reading. So I like this one has words, but it's like it doesn't really sound like it. Like the way he's singing, it's just very like me like that. <laughs> So it like, sounds like it's all like one continuous thing. So State Lines by Novo Armor. I feel like that would be good for reading. It was on TikTok a little bit. I don't know how much it's circulating right now. But it's like a really like calmer, slower, kind of sad song. But I feel like that would be good for reading. If you're like, calm and sitting there just trying yeah. to not listen to the music and words. That's definitely what I do. Like If I'm reading a book and you want to play some music in the background, I got to go instrumental. Yeah. Even if it's like a pop song, you can find mm-hmm. like the instrumental acoustic version kind of. Yeah. And you're like, this is good. This is like a good background uh, noise. But if, especially if it's like a high fantasy book. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there with like the parts of the Caribbean soundtrack yeah. and I'm like this is really like getting me pumped to read this book. Exactly. Then you flip through the pages super fast and you're like mm-hmm. oh my god it fits so perfectly. It's like your own movie right there. You oh, don't yeah, even need great. directors. Yeah. No. Perfect. <laughs> the picturing things in your mind when you read can you picture things in your mind? Oh yeah. For okay. sure. I've heard people can't. Oh, yeah. They like don't get pictures it's just like thought yeah, like words. The TikTok phenomenon of uh-huh. people who just don't see anything when I'm they like, read. How? And I'm like, and like, what do you they mean? Don't have a voice either in their head. There's something like that. Oh it's yeah, like, they That's just see words freaky. and understand. Is that real? Uh, I don't know. I'm like, how? Like, yeah, I got the internal monologue going yeah. all the time. Literally, I can't, I can't see or understand things without saying it. Like, if I just look at something, I'm like, I don't know what that says. Yeah, I gotta like read it to myself, think about it, process it. Yeah, exactly. But the picturing things in their mind. There was a whole thing on TikTok where it was, um, can you like when I say picture an apple, what do you think of? Uh-huh. And there's like an apple floating in my head right now and it's yeah. bright and red and there's like the little leaf on it. Exactly. And then some people just picture nothing. It's like how do you how do you know what an apple is? So I <laughs> like yeah. what what do you pull up you in your head? You don't retain to... any information. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why I think some people have a really hard time getting into reading. Is yeah. because they're like, Well, I don't understand like what's going on. I need to see it. And I'm like, That's so upsetting. You're missing out yeah. on this big huge part. That's true. You just got to wait for the movie if they make one. But then sometimes it doesn't even pay to picture it in your head because you don't know what's happening. Like when yeah. I was reading Metamorphosis, I was like, is the man in the room or like what is going on? Is he, is he a baguette? Yeah. <laughs> is he a cricket? Like what? <laughs> don't know. Because what better way to start your day than with books and breakfast? 